This is the Regular Pastor Podcast, the top podcast for regular pastors and regular churches. My name is Landon Coleman. I'm a regular pastor at Emanuel Baptist Church in Odessa, Texas. Welcome to season four. In this season of the Regular Pastor Podcast, I'm talking about books and ideas and the day-to-day ministry of regular pastors. The book that I want to talk about today is titled 10 Questions Every Teen Should Ask and Answer About Christianity. The author is Rebecca McLaughlin. This book was published by the big boys over at Crossway in 2021. Uh, The book is 206 pages. There's about 20 pages of end matter towards the back. So it's about 180, 190 pages. Uh, The book is uh, structured pretty straightforwardly. There's a preface at the beginning. There's a note to grown-ups, even though the book is uh, in its title addressed to teens. There is a note here to parents and grandparents. There's a short introduction, and then the heart of the book uh, involves, obviously, 10 questions that every teen should ask and answer about Christianity. At the end, uh, there is a short thank you note. A little bit about the author. Rebecca McLaughlin has a Ph.D. in Renaissance Literature from Cambridge University. She also has a theology degree from Oak Hill College in London. Uh, McLaughlin is the co-founder of Vocable Communications and the former vice president of content at the Veritas Forum, where she spent almost a decade working with Christian academics uh, who were leading secular universities. You can find McLaughlin's writing in a lot of places, including The Gospel Coalition and Desiring God. She's written several other books. Uh, Those include a book titled The Secular Creed, a book titled Confronting Christianity, and a book titled Confronting Jesus. She also has a website, a blog, uh, RebeccaMcLaughlin.org. Here's the big idea of this book. Ten questions every teen should ask and answer about Christianity. The big idea is that parents and grandparents should not, should not avoid difficult topics with their kids. And that includes topics in the realm of theology, the realm of ethics, as well as all the crazy stuff that's happening in the world today. And the point of this book is that rather than trying to insulate our children from the insanity of the world. Why, rather than trying to pull them away from the insanity of the world, we ought to just talk to them. We ought to help them think biblically about the issues that they are most certainly going to face in life as they grow up, as they go to high school, as they go to college, and as they enter adulthood. So here's the 10 questions that McLaughlin uh, raises and tries to answer in the book. Question one, how can I live my best life now? Question two, isn't Christianity against diversity? Question three, can Jesus be true for you but not for me? Question four, can't we just be good without God? Five, how can you believe the Bible is true? Six, hasn't science disproved Christianity? Seven, why can't we just agree that love is love? Eight, who cares if you're a boy or a girl? Nine, does God care when we hurt? And 10, How Can You Believe in Heaven or Hell? So this is a wide-ranging book, and she's touching on issues from cultural diversity to the nature of truth and uh, how do we come up with an ethical framework for society. She's dealing with the reliability of Scripture and the relationships of, uh, of science and faith. Obviously, she's touching on questions of gender and sexuality 
uh, all the way down to the problem of suffering, the problem of pain, and that would include eternal suffering in hell. So there's a lot of stuff in this book, a lot of topics addressed in this book. If I had to boil down the most important ideas, I think what I would come to are the chapters where she deals with sexuality and gender. And I know that a lot of people feel like that's a drum that just gets beat all the time today by conservative evangelical Christians, but that's a drum that gets beat today by virtually everyone in society, and Christians need to be clear about what they believe and where they stand on these issues. So on the issue of sexuality, McLaughlin acknowledges that same-sex attraction is a thing. People are uh, attracted at times to people of the same sex. She also notes that there are people who have same-sex attraction who can be happily married to someone of the opposite sex. She puts herself into that category. And she acknowledges that there are some people who have or struggle with or identify with same-sex attraction who cannot be happily married to someone of the opposite sex. And she says those people can choose to remain single, remain celibate. Uh, She warns about the dangers of pornography. She promotes the value of friendship uh, within the church. And she deals with this issue in a fairly straightforward, although not overly confrontational way. She also talks about gender. Uh, She recognizes that gender is a binary. There is male and there is female. So that's a positive. She's willing to call herself. This will make some readers uncomfortable. She's willing to identify as a feminist. But in doing so, she tries to reclaim the term and describe it from a biblical Christian perspective. You can agree or disagree if that's a wise strategy. Maybe we should just give up on the term feminist. Maybe we should try to reclaim it. But she does call herself a feminist uh, in the sense of, in the beginning, God created human beings in his image, and he created them male and female. And there is inherent equality between the genders. When it comes to the roles and the responsibilities and the differences between male and female. McLaughlin affirms that qualified men are called to lead churches, not women. So she she falls on the complementarian side uh, of the gender debates. And then she obviously has to deal with the question of transgenderism, the T in the LGBTQ. Uh, she says Christians ought to listen to trans people. Uh, she also says that Christians ought to love trans people, and the way that we show love to them is through the truth. And she's right when she notes that cosmetic surgeries only change the external appearance of a person, and that deep down in the DNA of who we are on a cellular level, that our biological sex is not changeable, and that our gender as male and female is tied to our biological sex. So obviously that's not going to be a popular Uh, landing spot for a lot of people today, but I think it's a a biblical landing spot on the issues of sexuality and gender. My favorite quote is from page 38. Uh, She's dealing with the question of how do we live our best life, which obviously has Joel Osteen overtones, uh, but is also something that all people are really trying to live out, uh, especially in the West. She says this on page 38, quote, we're not meant to be the center of our own little universe. Amen to that. I think that truth unlocks the question of how do you live your best life now? You don't live it by putting yourself at the center of your own little universe. 
And I think that statement unlocks really the rest of this book. These 10 chapters are wide-ranging in their topic, but really all of these questions come down to a question of authority. Will we recognize God's authority, or will we elevate our own authority? Will we put ourselves at the center of our own little universe, or will we put God at the center of the universe he created? When it comes to ministry takeaway, I think these are important questions that McLaughlin is raising here. These are questions that young people are going to be confronted with as they watch TV, as they watch movies, as they get on social media, as they go to school, as they listen to music, as they just interact in society. These are questions that our kids need to wrestle with while we are still shaping their hearts and their minds. And so pastors need to be aware of these issues. They need to be aware of uh, the need to talk to their own kids about these issues, but also the need to teach parents in their congregations. How can they talk to their kids about these issues? Critique and criticism. Uh, there are a lot of Harry Potter references in this book, and I have never read a Harry Potter book or watched a Harry Potter movie. Not out of conviction. I just haven't read or watched uh, Harry Potter. There's a lot of movie, TV, video game references, and I know that she's using these for illustration. I know that she's writing to teens, but they are a bit distracting at times. I found myself just sort of jumping over those sections, skipping over those sections. At times, some of the topics that she addresses are addressed on a pretty basic level, meaning it's not a really long book, and there's only one chapter devoted to each of these questions. And so some of the answers are pretty basic. Obviously, I think you could go deeper on some of these topics, uh, but that's not the intent uh, of McLaughlin in this book. She's trying to cover a lot of ground, and she's trying to throw out some issues that teens need to begin thinking about and wrestling with. Uh, she does hint at one point at an old earth perspective, which I'm not wild about. Um, I think she could be stronger on the chapter about... Christianity and science and the relationship between those two. Uh, but overall, it, I, I think it's a helpful book. Goodreads gives it a 4.22. Uh, I rated it a 3. Um, I think for teens, it's a good introduction to some of the issues that hopefully uh, are not issues that will blindside them as they grow up, as they go to high school, as they go to college, as they uh, begin adulthood. I think this is a helpful book for parents just to get parents thinking about some of the issues that they're going to need to address with their kids before they run off. Uh, the answers provided are not as thorough as a lot of teens will need uh, or want and as a lot of parents will need or want, uh, but there is a good baseline laid here for conversations that need to take place between parents and their kids. So 10 questions every teen should ask and answer about Christianity by Rebecca McLaughlin. Thanks for listening to the Regular Pastor Podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen for weekly episodes. You can follow me online at regularpastor.com. You can find me on Goodreads by searching for Landon Coleman. If you've got a book recommendation or request, something you'd like me to talk about here on the show, send me an email, landon at emmanuelodessa.com. Until next week, this is The Regular Pastor, out. <laughs>